0: I'm so hungry, I could eat ass. Hi, I'm Nito Kitch, and tonight on the Gay Anarchist Yoga and Erotic Cooking Association, we're talking about eating out, perhaps the most important franchise in independent gay cinema history. But because you can't toss a salad by yourself, I'm joined by two of my most favorite ingredients in a sandwich. First up, she puts the meat in nice to meet ya, it's Amelia.
1: My name's Amelia, and uh, my secret ingredient is some bananas fried in butter straight into a PB&J. Toast the bread, delicious. And I can be found at The Nefarious Navigator on Instagram.
0: Next up, don't be scared because they feed off your fear and grow stronger because of it. It's my rational fears and insecurities. Last but not least, <laughs> you've, you've got to see their buns to experience it. It's Roe. <laughs>
2: hi there i'm that piece of sausage that your artsy fartsy like cook at home friend made that they swear to you is like all organic and but like you know they put some a little extra in there you just can't quite place it (laughs) is it freud (laughs) <laughs> it's always Freud. It's, Freud it's Freud callback of the centuries
0: <laughs> Eating Out is the first film in a series of five films from possibly the most influential gay content creator of the new millennium Q. Allen Broca also known as Series Daddy Broca was also behind the film's boy culture and the classic animated TV series Rick and Steve the Happiest Gay Couple in all the world, based off his banned short brick films of the similar title. But none of that really matters if the film is meh. So, if you haven't seen this film and want to, now is your chance to use your safe word and come back later, because we're about to spoil the broth, I mean, plot, of eating out. In a rare move for a queer film, our protagonist is a straight man, Caleb, who is coming out of a bad relationship with batshit insane women and unofficial official series mascot Tiffany. Caleb's gay roommate Kyle informs him that women dig the gays, which kickstarts the main plot of the film. Caleb needs to have the gay sex time in order to be perceived as gay enough to get hot women. I don't think we really needed to comment on that, so let's just move on. This brings us to Gwyn and Mark. Gwyn is a girl who always seems to date gay men who don't know they're gay until they date her. And her best friend is... She said,
2: quote, unquote, I love this quote. She said, I feel like a turnstile
0: for the white party. (laughs) And her best friend is Mark... (laughs) And her best friend, Mark, is Kyle's crush and has twink slut energy. Unfortunately, when Caleb pretends to be gay, Mark falls for him, not Kyle. Uh, This is where things get interesting, because in order to keep up the charade, Caleb ends up in a situation with Mark, wherein Gwen, via telephone, has phone sex with him while he gets blown by Mark. Later an act of revenge for his best friend and roommate basically sexting his crush Kyle puts together a dinner from hell To counter Caleb inviting Mark and Gwyn over to tell them the truth Kyle invites Caleb's family for a sinister plot That'll push Mark right into Kyle's arms Unfortunately, before he can, Gwen blurts out that Caleb is gay, which, even with the inclusion of Tiffany, derails Kyle's plan to get together with Mark, who is, again, his crush. After the dinner, Gwen confronts Kyle, correctly asserting that he was trying to break up Mark and Caleb so so that he could go with Mark without the knowledge that Caleb was not gay. After being told repeatedly that he had no chance with Mark, Kyle leaves only for Caleb to stand up for his friend and finally, finally let loose that he is, in fact, not gay. Or at least you know, not he's not. He's he's not straight. No, he is. <laughs> this movie ends with Caleb and Gwen connecting, and Mark deciding that Kyle is deserving of a chance to be together. A story that will be continued in eating out two sloppy seconds, or as my pal DVD states, eating out two different rocks. Different,
2: <laughs> different rocks for different cocks. <laughs>
0: So we're watching the series back to back like I assume it was meant to be watched. So uh, did this movie quench y'all's appetite?
2: Okay, ha. first off, what the fuck? <laughs> Second off, uh what the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, I have to admit this is not my first time watching this movie, uh, but I haven't watched it. In a long time, and I forgot how cringe it is. Honestly, like yeah,
1: I um, I actually like had a running tally of different times I felt I had to use that cringe emoji, <laughs> and how intensely I had to use it, and it was a total of fifteen. Oh yeah, which I, I feel like it's high. <laughs> like it, it was bad. Like it starts off with a, a trigger warning, rape. It starts off with a rape with a rape joke.
2: Yeah. Well, like. <sighs> Caleb's ex girlfriend has um, a uh, uh, trigger warning, a rape kink, and it's very kind of made fun of.
1: Yeah. Just <laughs> you know, it, it was very that it was set a very uncomfortable tone for the movie. I feel like. And then there were just, like, right. moments where they were using, like, certain words and insults like that. I don't think even in the 2000s would have necessarily been okay. Like, at one point, you know, a slur that used to be used against people with Down syndrome is used. Uh, yeah.
2: it's It's not a movie that holds up well. Like... There are so many frosted tips in this movie, you could classify it as a period piece.
1: (laughs) That's so true, though.
2: How
0: do you even describe (laughs) Kyle's hair? It's like a lawnmower Um, attempted to do highlights. It's
1: Actually, though, yeah.
0: (laughs) I hate Kyle. (laughs) Actually. Kyle, yeah. Kyle Kyle, is... I'm like... like...
2: (laughs) 75% Seventy five percent sure that Kyle also had one of those shell necklaces that like every gay man in California in the nineties and early two thousands
0: had.
1: Yes, <laughs> Kyle I mean, is Kyle like Kyle's really
0: like Kyle is really freaking upset that like uh, Caleb is going after his crush, but he doesn't freaking do anything, you know, to try and get try and get Mark to actually notice him. Like I think right. The most that happens is like he says hi to him at a party and he calls him by and Mark calls Kyle by like Kevin or something. Um, And it's just like, dude, like, you know, no, you're both twinks. okay, and you're going to have twink sex. So just, you know, boost up the twinkness. I'm sorry. It was, but like, you know. it was
2: so weird to me that Kyle got the guy at the end of the movie. Because yeah. literally all Kyle does is tell everybody that Caleb is gay and, and then sit around and whine and what about me? What about me? What about me? And then at the end of the movie, he gets the guy and he does literally no work besides having a. a, a decent taste in music and the ability to boil a sausage can and someone give like, him a he's vibrator also,
1: he's also got no conscience like he's just a shitty person because like caleb tries to do the right thing at one point and get all four of them together for a dinner to be like hey let's put all our cards on the table like here's what happened and instead kyle goes behind his back and calls his parents and invites them to pop in for dinner
2: Like, his Midwest mom and dad and his annoying, like, honest to God, I hate her so much. Oh, God, sister sister. is the worst. Oh, my God. I I kind of like the mother. (laughs) His (laughs) little sister needs to be written out of this (laughs) list.
1: I appreciated the parents, I feel like.
0: I really like the mom, especially her telling uh, Caleb that his hair was gay. I, th- it's yeah. like that's something <laughs> that my mom would tell me lovingly. I, I wish. honestly, Caleb's mom and dad support
2: feels kind of performative, honestly. But it's sweet. Yeah. It's like Gold it, star, it's April good Edward. to see in a. It's good to see in a movie of that time. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. I think we should. Uh, talk a little bit about the idea that this is an interesting reversal on the whole the gays are seducing everyone uh, idea oh. that was just like in the vein of society for the longest time so it's like it's not right. so much that the gays are seducing people it's that the straight people are seducing gays in, or- in order to get women <laughs> um, and also having a heteroflexible main character in a movie while kind of defining him by his uh head uh I can't even say it. I can't talk tonight talk amongst yourselves <laughs> You know what I'm no, saying I get what like
2: you're c- kind to say have Caleb you... is straight in like the loosest sense of the term Yeah <laughs> like, He's
1: straight but willing I... to experiment The he?
2: whole the whole movie has this kind of ambiguous bisexual feel even though, like, it's of a time where people, like, didn't really take bisexuality all that seriously.
0: I think the best way we could describe Caleb is that he's heteroflexible. He's straight, but shit happens.
2: Hey, yeah. that's another callback.
0: We got two in one episode. Yes. We're getting better at this. All right. <laughs> Amelia, quick, reference Queer Duck.
1: <laughs> oh god i
0: don't
1: even remember queer duck jokes. It was so long
0: i've though. blocked queer duck out of my memory I
1: have. it feels like a fever dream that i wish had never happened
0: <laughs> it is kind of weird uh knowing or remembering at least some of the series and how prevalent the idea of the gay best friend is in it like you're, if you're right. gay, you're basically um, given uh, a female <laughs> friend <laughs> to some extent. Right, um, and
2: I feel like this movie either epitomizes it or like parodies it really fucking well because the whole nature of Gwen's relationship with the gay people around her is is so like toxic at its root. I yeah. can't I can't even. <laughs> and it kind like of she... speaks to this larger issue of like straight women fetishizing their relationships with their gay friends. Like do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, like this is my gay boyfriend, you know. Right. Yeah.
0: I kind of I'm a little mixed on Gwen as a character. Because like I know especially specifically uh the the ending confrontation like first of all the double liars revealed thing was like great loved it uh where it's just like I'm gonna when reveals uh Kyle's uh liars revealed thing and then another liars revealed happened I thought that was great, but um at the same time it's like I don't like how Gwen did it. If that makes sense. Like she, because if you think about it, like she wants Mark to be happy and her perception is that Mark is happy when he is with Caleb because they seem to fit together. And also, you know, Caleb can fuck her. Um, you know, so everybody wins, but, uh, she knows that Kyle is Caleb's best friend. And if she's actually actively attacking this person's best friend that gives her best friend happiness, um, and that's going to cause a lot more friction than if she just like was more calmly, uh, um, pointing it out or not pointing it out, but just uh, a better way to sort of broach the situation. Yeah. I feel like... If that makes
2: sense. Like... Oh, sorry. Let me... Um, um, yeah. Because I have a lot to say about Gwen.
0: Take your time. <laughs>
2: um. Okay. So, the first thing about Gwen... It's obvious that she really wants to fuck a gay guy
1: yeah from the Mm -hmm. from the get-go
2: or like she really wants to be involved with a guy who likes guys in whatever capacity that's it like she's actively crushing still on her gay best friend um which is you know unhealthy (laughs) to say the least and she 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 just brings this energy of like straight white girl chaos to this movie
1: yeah so my take on that it felt to me like she had this like complex about around how many quote-unquote like guys she had turned you know um, cause that was a big theme in this movie. Like, "oh, I'm going to turn you gay. I turned you gay by sleeping with you or whatever. Um, I, to me, it felt like she had such a big complex around that, that she almost wanted to shift it to like seeing if she could turn a gay guy straight by sleeping with them.
2: Which also is a, is another thing that really kind of squirt me out about this movie is how... When she was trying to determine if Caleb was really, like, that gay. Yeah. Oh,
1: when
2: God. When she, like, got into his face and she's like, if you've not tried it either way, then don't you want to try it the normal way first? I was ugh. like, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> and all yeah, of this. Yeah, no,
1: that whole part just really, I it was not, it, ugh. And again, I, with I was
2: Caleb,
1: not a, not like, a Blake fan.
2: Caleb's ex-girlfriend is kind of the same way, where as soon as uh, Caleb tells her, oh, yeah, you turned me gay, she's like, I'm gonna win you back to our team. Like, that's a a thing that you can do. Yeah.
1: Yeah, all of that was just... didn't (laughs) age well, let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, this movie... (laughs) <laughs> I like i called it a period piece earlier i kind of stand by that
0: <laughs> all all of the discussion around wind does take us to the centerpiece of this movie so i think we should talk about the phony blowy scene um oh man I have thoughts, and all those thoughts are: it went on for way too long and became really uncomfortable for me instead of sexy. Yes, um,
2: but I would. I think it's. It's. Um, I don't know. Ah, never mind. Uh, I was going to say something, but go ahead. No, I don't know. Is it's just interesting because it's not the first. Um, it's not the first phone sex scene that we've watched. As part of this podcast, and it would be really interesting to go back and like compare the two. And, yeah, and kind of think about
0: how they're how differently they make you feel. <laughs> I will say, this one doesn't intentionally make me uncomfortable like um, where wild hikers I have known. Another callback. Um, <laughs> Four. If we do a fifth wow.
1: one, I'll do a shot after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I think the underlining idea is really smart because it accomplishes the character's goal. Get a blowjob from a gay guy to seem hot to girls. At the same time, he's getting attention and sensuality from a girl he's shown interest in previously. Um, he's kind of having his cake and getting eaten out too. Um
1: <laughs> but... Sloppy seconds. <sentence.
2: laughs> oh man. Spoilers. Jesus. <laughs> um,
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs>
2: um Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because like the the reason for the scenes too are like so different, and the way that they're presented are so different. But it's kind of it's kind like to to quote Phineas and Ferb: If I had a nickel for every time I saw a phone sex scene in a queer movie, I'd have two nickels, which is not a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I do remember when I saw saw the scene when I was younger, uh I did find it really hot. Um I I was like, "Oh man, this is like cuz it's like this is like something that, you know, I wish would happen to me one day like blowing a straight guy. Um while he was having phone sex with the girl specifically. Uh But I think the older I get, the more I have more questions about the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in
2: theory, it's nice to get a blowjob while you're having phone sex with a girl. Um, In practice, uh, especially in the movie, it becomes a bit weird when you it's, notice that Caleb is obviously uncomfortable with having Mark touch him,
1: yeah, <laughs> and also like just the whole plot of like what's going on, like their whole plan of like making this girl think that he's gay just to sleep with her, right, it, like all of
0: it just i th- I thought the plot was for he him was, to like, get um to have sex with a gay guy in order to get. Uh, the reputation that he is gay for women in general. Well,
2: right. Kyle, oh, that's Kyle right, was that's right. discouraging that's right. him from having the gay sex, though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
0: Well, with Mark specifically. Kyle, was, with Mark Kyle
1: specifically. was like,
2: you better don't, not with Mark.
1: <laughs> also, I, was, I, I have to admit, I was a little confused on whether Kyle was in love with Mark or with Caleb uh because
2: both like why not yeah. both? why not both
1: <laughs> <laughs> it definitely felt like both right because they had that whole like chat in their apartment right where like they have this back and forth and like i know they're talking about mark but at points it sounds like kyle's talking about caleb too as well and then caleb is like if i were gay i'd be with you but i'm not like and I don't then know. they then saying.
2: they have like the most awkward kiss ever put on to movie yeah and there's, there's also
0: the scene where like kyle's like um i guess like bending over his bed like the day after their are like um date and oh
1: yeah and he's like caressing his cheek
0: I don't remember that part, but <laughs> yeah, I remember him like almost touching him, and then uh, Mark calls. And okay, yeah, up. that's
1: what I'm remembering. That's what yeah. I'm remembering. He's like looking over him, and like it's it's a moment. I think it's you're thinking. Nintendo I moment. think
0: you're remembering Phoenix. Um, five. I might be I, five. might be.
1: I might be completing the two five. That <laughs> doing a
0: shot after the podcast is over. Um. So to to clarify, from. My interpretation of the film, Kyle wa- suggests that he have sex with a, gay ki- with a gay guy, but then is against it when the gay- when said gay guy is Mark.
2: Yes. Because yeah, he's in I, love I with them. I don't that. think but Kyle fi- ever suggested that sex be involved. I think all Caleb really needed to do was gain the reputation of being gay.
0: Well, doesn't he say like sleep with like the loudest uh, queen or something like that? Oh
2: yeah, he does, doesn't he? He's yeah. like, you need to you need to suck off the loudest queen on campus, and then the girls will be like into you, into you. Which, yes. by the way. <laughs> Might be better advice today than it was in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's where I'm taking... Th- that that line was now that where I'm taking my interpretation
2: from. <laughs> now now also, that, now also that the guys... youth is all like but ambiguously Kyle, bisexual.
0: <laughs> Kyle was also against him sleeping with Gwen, though, to be fair. Because, according to Kyle, Gwen was crazy. Which is true.
1: Yes. Also, none of these people look like they're in college once again. Like, they are all clearly in their (laughs) thirties.
0: Well, to be fair, we didn't see them actually going to class.
1: Okay, fair. (laughs) But they did say that they were in college a bunch of times.
0: Well, I guess we do see them in the next film going to college classes. But, you know, at least they didn't say they were in high school. Spoilers! no no
2: spoilers. Oh, I'm so... (laughs)
0: I'm so... I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I giving away the fact that I've seen this series way more times than I would like to say?
1: It's okay. I did the same with American Pie in my youth, so.
0: <laughs> this was kind of American the gay American pie. pie. It really is. This Those is kind of I the
1: gay
2: American This is like... The Eating Out series, for those of you who don't know, is to, like, toxic indie movies. <laughs> like, as American Pie is to, like, toxic masculinity and straight culture. Yeah.
0: You know what this movie has over American Pie, though?
2: Actual what? penises.
0: Two penises in one scene. New record, we did it. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Woo! Podcast how over. Did I know,
2: <laughs> how did I know that was what you were going to say? That was a cult oh, shot. <laughs> and
0: and it, it's it's even better because it creates a plot hole in the movie. Well, one of the penises does. Because in the next scene where uh, Caleb is having sex with Gwen, Gwen says, have you been hard this entire time? Ever since you had sex with me? And he's like, yeah. I guess I have, but we saw his penis. He was not hard. If, it, if anything, he was half chub.
2: Okay. In, in response, Spot do hole. you think, do you think they would allow an entire hard penis onto our good Christian movie screens? Yes. <laughs> I, as
1: long as it's rated NC 17, right? As long
2: as.
0: As long as, it's and... under, as long as it's under 15 seconds, yes, you can have it on the screen. On behalf
2: of everyone who's never seen a penis, I am offended. You haven't seen a penis? No, I've seen too many.
0: <laughs> uh, can we... I, I just want to talk about how much I hate Kyle. Um... He's such a shit
2: character! He's awful. He's awful! He literally sets his best friend up for something he never even asked for. And then acts like an entitled, like, bitch for the rest of the movie. And, And like, tries to... That might not be the best way to phrase it, but... Am I... Am I wrong?
1: And tries to, like... And tries to tries to sabotage, like, what could have been a blossoming romance between two people.
2: Three
0: that you people? Supposedly, Maybe that even four people, people?
1: That you supposedly care about.
0: And My... what's worse, in possibly the first gay post credit scene in queer cinema history, he cock-teases us again by, like, making out with Mark, and then it just stops. Yeah. The
2: audacity.
0: How dare. Like, I was set through the entire credits, and you you couldn't even give me an ass shot. How dare you. Can, how, how dare you.
2: Can we talk really quick about how the ideal resolution of this film is obviously a big bisexual polycule?
1: I mean, uh, clearly. Clearly. Clearly.
2: Clearly. The chemistry was all there. <laughs>
0: I'm just going to say, I'm
1: just going to say, um, there we go. All four of them get married together or like not even married. You know what I mean? But like long term life partnership, there we go. They all went to
0: the town where, where, uh, where the world mine was during that one day and got married.
1: Yes, exactly. Six.
2: Six. Wait, didn't we
0: do where the world mine twice? No. We did. Oh.
2: We did? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had to
0: go flexible. Damn it. Five. Five. No, no, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> now Didn't that it's mean like... it's
2: worth double? <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, but anyway, I... there's, like, all this awkward, like, erotic tension between all the characters, and clearly they're all just super hyper ultra gay for each other, and... Like, I don't know. This movie gives me feelings.
0: Not I good will feelings, say
2: Not bad feelings. Just feelings.
0: So, we have two characters that we really need to talk about. That we haven't talked about yet. So, let's get the easy one out of the way. Uh, because she just didn't do that much in this movie. Uh, I think Tiffany is a great character. Because she is one thing... In this movie, and that is an empowered
2: sexual female who knows what she wants and is not afraid to be vocal about it. (laughs) Even if what she wants is really fucking weird.
0: We don't kink shame here at the gay anarchist. We don't kink shame here.
2: We don't kink shame here. We're not into that. We're not into that. But still, it's kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Although it does. the, uh, mm, mm, scene does actually, uh, show, set up for, mm, how, how do I put this without seeming creepy? Um, oh, screw it. So, the, uh, fantasy scene at the beginning that we previously touched on, uh, actually sets up a really great moment because it sets up the character flaw for Caleb that he has trouble committing to the act, something that he also has trouble with when Mark is trying to seduce him later on, but he gets over it with the help of Gwen. There
1: were moments in the film where I got some just hard sub-energy from Caleb in particular. And he would look so
0: good in a ball gag.
1: Like, oh, yes, yes. And also, like, the way that his relationship with Gwen worked, like, she was very clearly, like, If this had been, like, a porn that I was watching, I probably would have been into it. I'll be perfectly honest. Like, not for the gay aspect, but, like, just his subby personality. And she has this very dominant, like, kind of, you know, like, okay, now I'm going to, like, calm you down. And now next thing you know, like, touch yourself. Are you hard? Like, we're going to come.
2: Gwen and Tiffany both have big Dom energy. Yeah. And I will say that's one of the few things that I like about this movie is that, like, the most overtly sexual people and the most, like, comfortable with their sexuality people are the women. I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Give us some strong sexual women characters. Right. You don't see that often. Especially from this time period ambiguous 90s
0: early 2000s time period especially characters that are having you know fun with it yeah characters
1: characters that are experimenting with it and like kind of if manipulative in authentic way you know what i mean
0: like compare compare tiffany and gwen to the two female characters from phoenix for example um, like the. <laughs> you mean hotel clerk A and hotel clerk B? Yes. Yeah, there were
1: female characters in Phoenix. <laughs>
0: so, so the hotel clerks had about as much time on screen as Tiffany did, and yet, Tiffany had a lot more fun and was a lot more memorable than both of the clerks combined. In fact, the only yeah. reason I remember the Clerks is because of their distinct lack of everything.
2: <laughs> Tiffany also like grabbed her boobs and like made very loud moaning noises for half the time that she was on screen so you know it's Tiffany it's it's, it's it's not hard for Tiffany as a character to be memorable <laughs> especially yeah. when her scenes are so high impact
0: <laughs> but i'm sure she makes it hard for Caleb ah uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now Let's talk about the other character, um, which is of course Caleb's sister. No, um, Mark. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, can we talk about Caleb's sister? <laughs> Do we more have? Than to? We already have.
0: <laughs> Do we have to?
2: I mean, I've already said like how much I hate her. Can Can we like actually get into like how shitty of a sister she is?
0: You just really don't want to talk about Mark.
2: <laughs> no, Mark's all right. <laughs>
0: Okay. But um,
2: I have more strong so. feelings about Caleb's sister.
1: I feel like Caleb's sister is just like... <laughs> such a, it, Caleb's sister is such a testament to like that late 90s, early 2000s, just like...
0: Bratty child.
1: Accepted homophobia to be cool. Like, you know, like it was the same thing as like the kids who were like oh, that's so gay, like, it's a bad thing about everything. Like, she has so many of these one-liners that are kind of, like, a testament to, like, that time or, like, a a time capsule of, like, that era where she says things like, F-word, you're it.
0: You know who she reminds Uh, me of? Yeah. Matt Matt Damon.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because... She kind of does.
0: Just like Matt, just like the little sister, Matt Damon has to learn not to say the F word.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, she also just has that energy, you know? Yeah. That like infinitely punchable energy. (laughs) Not that I, not that I condone the hitting of children by no means, but like. But
0: But we condone the hitting of Matt Damon. We do condone
2: the hitting of Matt
0: Damon. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Mark. Um, so Mark is some for some reason the object of Kyle's hot desire. He is also. Why is why why is Mark like the pinnacle of hotness? I don't. I don't get know. It.
1: I honestly can't tell him and Kyle apart for, like, the first half of the movie. Which is
2: interesting, because Mark is, like, the pinnacle of hotness, and Kyle's, like, the character where everyone's, like, you're ugly, you'll never make it in this town, you're a K-5, you're not even boyfriend
0: material. I mean, they do the whole... They do the whole it's thing like... where it's like, where it's like oh, Mark plays piano, and Kyle plays and it's, it's the like, saxophone. And it's like, and oh, like, they're... like, objectively, the Kyle's not even that bad looking. Objectively, Kyle is more distinctive and better looking than Mark.
2: Yes. And Mark is, like, this pinnacle of, like, gay hotness and, like, best frienditude.
1: They look the same, and a, saxo- <laughs> a saxophonist and classical piano composer are not the romeo and juliet story that this is trying to make it out to be like oh you know the classical music people hate the jazz what
2: okay but imagine if you devoted an an, like an entire movie's worth to that conflict i would be
1: so into that though like he
2: he reads music by the book he lets it flow from his soul when they get want, together. You... Sparks ignite? Spe- Real quick. That, a there's a movie. There's a movie. I like this
1: movie. I like this movie. <laughs> Real
2: quick, this nitpick. movie is already better than Eating Out One.
0: <laughs> Real quick nitpick. Um, What kind of asshole plays their own music during a dinner party? Oh, man. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> But but going back to Mark, he's mm, he doesn't also, really like have... Mark a little
2: bit because like he did like do that piano eight hands two piano eight hands piece during his date with Caleb. So isn't that kind of the same thing? Even though people were pressuring him into doing it.
0: Well, think about that. It's kind of the same it's an actual performance and it's a people it's the difference is like one people are are actively paying attention to what you're doing and your talent the other one is set up for oh this is really nice music who did Uh, it oh i did you're
2: right it does come across a little creepy you like this baby that's jazz it's like
0: oh who did this (laughs) porno it was me (laughs) Um <laughs> <laughs> Whose dick is that? It's mine. <laughs> uh <laughs> you
2: know. uh it,
0: it's 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 um it, yeah, it's basically one is at, one is actively uh taking your attention, the other is um passively taking your attention. Right. Um but uh I, I like how we're supposed to be talking about Mark and Mark is so bland that we are literally just ignoring him
1: and talking the about most, everyone else. <laughs> the
0: most interesting thing about Mark is
2: that he gave Caleb a blow job while he was on the phone with a girl.
0: Yeah. And he needed help to even do that. Um.
2: Well, I mean, Caleb also was being like iffy and jumpy about it. So like, The whole, the whole thing was dubious to begin with.
0: I do. mm, That entire, and, and the lead up to that scenario was just kind of weird because it's like, why wouldn't Caleb listen to Kyle? uh, Who knows like the lingo and like what. What things mean to the gay community. Can we also talk
1: about how (laughs) the do you want to watch a video is like 2000s for Netflix and chill?
2: We're wow. renting a video. Oh yeah. That we're, means block... we're Definitely gonna we're definitely gonna bang. <laughs> he
0: said Blockbuster's
2: hey, renting a video. <laughs> it's bone hey, tonight, lads.
0: <laughs> Blockbuster and cockbuster, what can I say? Uh... <laughs> so um I think that's I think I think they could have had a more interesting character or a more developed character to be the object of obsession if mark was like more like more established as like a a a pianist um you know more so than just playing like the eight hands thing maybe like they maybe the party they went to for example was actually to um, like celebrate his accomplishments for getting some kind of award or for like a successful uh, uh, a recital or something, you yeah. know, to really just it... go ahead. No, I, th- I think
2: across the board, the characters in this movie are really one dimensional.
0: Except yeah. for Tiffany.
2: well Tiffany's three-dimensional but that's because she wears that bra that has the pom-poms at the end of it that make it look like her tits are really big through her shirt
0: can we get can we get like a 3d uh version of this film (laughs) (laughs) like put on your glasses
1: glasses ready
0: (laughs) (laughs) so well there is one more thing that i gotta ask um Since this didn't have a lot of budget, obviously, and and besides the uh, fuzzy bra, a lot of the jokes in this were not visual gags. They were just, like, um, puns and stuff. Uh, The comedy was through dialogues and interactions. So how was the humor overall?
1: I can't say I was a fan of most of it uh it was very 2000s and not in a good way
2: every Um, once in a while it'll catch you off guard though
1: yeah there were there were a couple of moments later in the movie where i like chuckled a little bit but overall it it was just some of the jokes make me a little too uncomfortable some of the (laughs) one-liners no go ahead Uh, yeah, some of the one-liners, like, I think at one point he made an Anne Frank, an Anne Frank joke. Yeah.
2: Uh, Those were really popular for some reason. I can't fathom.
1: Like I said, very, very 2000s, but, like, now, you know, like, 13-year-old me, well, how old was I in 2004? Like, yeah, 14. 14 14-year-old me would have probably, like, thought, you know, like, edgy humor, funny. Thirty-two-year-old me is a little more like, "Mm, maybe not a thing to joke about. Right.
2: Although I will say that, like, some of the humor, like, really does like put a finger on gay culture at the time. Like when Gwen says, "I feel like a turnstile to the white party," (laughs) in reference to how like all the guys that she bangs are gay. Mm -hmm. I that caught me off guard so hard I had to pause the movie and laugh
0: for like two minutes (laughs) (laughs) as someone who wrote a musical uh, about um, Dr. Frankenstein bringing back Anne Frank to life I don't think I really have a a place to criticize the uh, humor in this movie
1: Mm -hmm. fair enough (laughs) fair enough (laughs) (laughs) what can
0: we what
2: can we say we all have our edgy phases (laughs) it's true
0: Uh, it feels like it's about that time to wrap up everything in an easily digestible soundbite more food puns ha um so oh um so amelia did this movie leave you hungry for more or was one enough for you
1: you know i i could go either way on this one but i think i think one was enough for me
0: uh too bad we got four more um yeah
1: (laughs) i'm 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 committed to doing this now so
0: (laughs) tell me my crippling insecurities was this movie uh, 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 uh never mind i don't want to bug you Finally, Ro, did this movie make you <laughs> I feel really as hot? bad
2: laughing at your crippling insecurities?
0: <laughs> did this movie make you as hot as a girl trying to fix a gay guy or make you wanna go straight?
2: Um It's funny that you asked me that, because this movie made me ultimately feel a lot like Caleb, ambiguously bisexual and very confused.
0: Anyway, that's what we think. But if you've seen this movie or end up watching it later, we'd love to hear your thoughts and your experience with it. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Gaycapod. That's G A Y E C A P O D. While you're there, why not suggest a movie for us to watch in the future? We're always looking for new suggestions, and we can't wait to experience more movies with you. I'm Nato Kitch, asking the important question: Where's all the otters in game movies? Later. <laughs>